Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from L.A. Christina Martin is here with me. Hi, Christina. Hi. I am so excited to be back. It feels like it's forever. We've um, gone through some uh, ups and downs, some changes, some seasonal change. So it feels it feels right to be together back in the spring again. It has. Tara Redfield was here two weeks ago. We had a very nice chat about the sun moving into Aries, and it certainly has continued to move into Aries, and um, that's been a good thing. I think that um, we needed it. We definitely needed to come out of a, a lot of Pisces energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of water and emotions and the, you know, kind of darkness or, um, uh, you know, inner winter that we all experienced again. So uh, I like it, yeah. Every day moving forward is every day moving forward, I think, is a day moving beyond the pandemic phase of the pandemic. I think a lot about how the coronavirus isn't going to go away. We have it with us for the you know remainder of our history. It's become a new flu, but we're going to learn to manage it better. And we've learned to manage it. I think when March started and we were really deep into Pisces and Mercury and Venus were both still in Pisces. That was heavy because we knew that it was a whole year and it hadn't yet really lifted off. You know, Mm. now you talk to a lot of people and they're like, yeah, I got my first dose. Yeah. I'm vaccinated, fully vaccinated. So I find that that's a lot of hope in the last 30 days that's shifted. Um, for a huge part of the population. Yeah, I love that too. I mean, that is, you know, part of Pisces is is that hope, but it's first and foremost the, you know, connection to um, the subconscious and like what exactly, like kind of what we were going through for a full year, taking all of that into account and the, the hardship that we really faced with that, the sadness and loss and the struggle a lot of a lot of people a lot of people are in a lot of pain and still they are because Mm -hmm. relationships have ended and situations with children have been difficult and um, single people have had a lot of loneliness and I don't really think that a lot of that has ended so the you know when we talk about a transit in astrology sometimes people will ask well, when is it going to end? You know, they'll say, when is it going to get better? When is it going to end? Mm -hmm. And there's not really ever really a good answer for when is it going to end because transits mean transitions. So once a transition has happened, sure, you might not be in the heavy, horrible part of it, but whatever that transit has created could be with you for the rest of your life. So when is it going to end? It, it, It's more about adding layers to you. I don't like thinking of it as like adding baggage because I think there are lessons to always learn through transits, but there's people think that they may go through something and then it's just going to lift off and life's going to become easy again. I hear people say a lot, Christina, that Mm. they just want things to go back to the way they were. Mm, Yes. 
And you know what? It's impossible. We never go back. Never, right. Ever. It right. Never goes back. You know, if you if you meet someone and and you date them and you date them for a year or two years and then all of a sudden the relationship is different than when you met them, that's what the relationship is. That's what the relationship is going to be and that's what you have to work around. Can it be improved? Sure, I'm all for that and I believe people can work on things and make it better. But even if it was a job, let's say, and you get into a job and there's a honeymoon phase and then you find out that bosses are asking you to do things that were never on the original resume, Mm. it's not going back. It's not going back to the way that it was. It doesn't it doesn't happen. We we go through a transit. It makes some kind of an impact on us. And then we have to make decisions based on that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's part of the, the, you know, Pisces sometimes does have trouble or struggle with accepting reality as is. It's that like shiny um, little, you know, dream state, that honeymoon phase of whatever was new back then and um, dreaming about daydreaming about it always, you know, just go back. It's so nice. Hmm. Yeah. There, I, I think that 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 dreamy nature of Pisces is important, of course, because it can mm-hmm. it connects the sign to the fact that they're artists and poets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I talked a lot last night. I'm doing the class on the tarot. I learn it live, and um, last night I talked about the high priestess, and it's a card for. Um, artists and poets and musicians and it's a card that's ruled by the moon because Mm -hmm. of the fluctuation of the fluctuation the depth and the unconscious connection Mm -hmm. um, which I find very interesting that the moon card itself is ruled by Neptune and it's the high priestess that's ruled by the moon wow very interesting yeah I mean it's it is that that watery dream state um, that the moon can sometimes provide. It's being back in the womb in that warm, yeah. connected That's where spot. it all starts, right? Well, that's where all psychic activity begins because if the mother is making some kind of connection with you while you're in utero, then you start establishing psychic bonds with her just based on the fact that she's communicating with you. Even if she just reads to you or sings to you or reads you children's stories, it's something that's very important for mothers to do when they're pregnant is, is because babies can hear from a really early, early time, Mm. right? They can hear the dog like that they can like they mm. can hear the dog they can hear the dog bark in the house so that even after they're born when the dog barks it doesn't wake them because they're already familiar with the sound of the dog mm. and yeah that's that's about sensitivity right mm. yeah fascinating sensitivity great i think it's great so when when we are at that stage of development say we're like in our eighth month, we're very aware. We actually can see light through Mm. the wall, through the abdominal wall of the mother. You know, like when you're outside and you close your eyelids and you look up at the sun or you go lie to get a sun 
suntan or whatever, and mm. you like look at the sun, and you can see orange like uh-huh. through your through your eyelids. Yes, right. see babies, something. Babies see that through the the, uh, the abdominal wall of the mother because it's become so thin because it's stretched so thin that um, light goes right through and goes right into the yeah. Babies know night and day for sure when they get to be a certain age. All of that is interesting factually because it does connect us with Pisces and what's like the dream realm, right? Mm-hmm. Babies dream. Babies dream and they dream differently. And I mean babies in utero babies. And they, they, they dream and they're inside of their mother. So their mother gets connected to that, right? And then mothers have emotional experiences. And then all of those emotions get put into the baby. Oh, gosh. So if, if mothers become sad or happy, if there's laughter, all of those things release different kinds of hormone combinations that, that the baby can then pick up on. Pick up on and take with them. And then as adults have no idea where it came from. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Except that we all have it. We all have mm-hmm. some level of sensitivity to each other, and that's where it comes from. It comes from whether or not we were in tune, whether or not our mother explained it to us, or recognized, even recognized the fact that her baby was subjected. Her baby is being, let's say, subjected to what it is that she's going through, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the chart, uh, we know that that area of the chart, basically the ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth house, is very affected by um, by the mother's um, experiences. Yeah, by exactly. being pregnant. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I mean, isn't if, the if, if her husband loses a job, if if she loses her job, if someone passes away, or if she ends up going to a really great wedding. And has a really great time dancing with her shoes off because her feet are so swollen, but she's having so much fun. The, all of those kinds of things get put into the baby. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the baby, and so what we're talking about also, just for all of us, in order to be able to frame it for all of us, is that we're having this experience collectively all the time. It's why we dream what we dream. It's us connecting to the collective, the collective unconscious. As if you know someone is going to call you because they've also thought of you, you're picking up on that. That's Pisces. That's being connected in the collective medium. It's not really water. Mm-hmm. But in astrology and in mysticism, we call it the element of water because water is so permeable. You know, mm-hmm. like a like a like a membrane, like a mm-hmm. you know, like whale sounds. You know, can travel so far, and they can mm-hmm. hear each other for like a thousand miles or something. <laughs> because <laughs> water is so conductive, right? It can it, mm-hmm. it 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 conducts electricity. It conducts sound um, in a much different way than air does. Sure. Yeah, and there's this strangeness too with the with our senses with with water again, like you were saying. I mean, you know, we, I I think that I read somewhere we don't actually have senses for feeling if something's wet. We can feel if it's cold, but it takes our skin a little extra long to feel 
We can know the temperature of it, but not being able to quite grasp or quite get to, you know, the, being able to find the, the, the reality, the rules, the, the, the boundaries of water, like not being able to get to that. We know yeah, that it exists. It doesn't, because it doesn't have boundaries. That's the hard thing about water is it seeps in. Mm-hmm. It seeps in. If you, if you spill water on the ground, it seeps down into the earth. It doesn't have a boundary. It just keeps sinking as far as it will go. Right. That's why we have aquifers and, you know, well systems is because water keeps going until it hits something that it won't permeate through, like granite. You know, it has to be really yeah. hard in yeah. order for water to not be able to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good conversation because I think that collectively, when we begin to understand that we are all connected, we can begin to understand that there's a certain power, like in things like group prayer, mm. um, group focus, group group meditation, doing yoga together, you know, going to church together learning together, something that I think we've been really separated from. So um, that's really important is to know that like the kids are going back to school and that's really nice because collectively they're going to be able to be back with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is that right connection. There is, it's, it's the, it's the collective, it's the, the droplets of water congealing together to make a, a big wave. It's the um, power of that, of a lot of water. You know, I, I love that the little kids going back to school again, they're going to be happy and, and get to enjoy each water. other. Droplets of water finally coming back to the pond. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, where they belong. Right. Yeah, because that and a ch- from a child's frame of reference, everything is very emotional and connected and not as linear and um confined, not as restricted as adult thinking. Mm-hmm. Like the way in which you and I think is much different than a way a child thinks. Children mm-hmm. think in terms of endless creativity, because they're viewing the world that way. They just look at the world and it's a creative experience for them because that's part of like the bounty of what's going on inside of them, their spirit in a new body. That's why so many of them have ADD. And, you know, in the modern we love, yeah, but really all they really need to do is go run around the farm, you know, and and get chased by some little baby goat or something, you know, and like really have like a good time outside and play and play. Children need a lot of playtime in order to foster normal development. And that's also a part of Pisces, the imagination. Mm-hmm. The endless possibilities, the, the limitlessness, the things are all connected. I love that. Yeah, the imagination is great. It's crazy imagination, right? You, you and I can just sit here and probably think up a hundred different stories in a hundred different minutes, you know, just start with anything. It's like improv, right? They'll say, okay, start with a cabin. Okay, start with a tent. Okay, start with a two-bedroom apartment, you know, and then just go from there. Who yes. are the characters? What's going on there? You know, 
Imagination yeah. is in that realm of Pisces. And that imagination is what's coming into bloom in the spring, right? What it is that we've imagined that we are going to conquer the pandemic overcome it, and then come out on the other side, whether Mm -hmm. that takes patience or not, which it certainly does take patience because that vision had to gestate. It wasn't like the pandemic started March of 2020, and by April of 2020, everything we dreamed of accomplishing in order to get rid of it manifested because things take time. But Mm -hmm. still, if you just sit there long enough in like a place of, of stillness, what it is that you visualize will come to you. It will happen. Mm-hmm. It's coming out of your imagination. Mm-hmm. What it is that you believe can come to you, what it is that you can visualize and add that kind of emotional content to. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Thinking it, seeing it, feeling it, using all the senses, smelling it, all of that can be involved in imagination, Can can make it a reality or at least a reality first in your head and then out it can pour if enough emotion and water is behind it enough connection is involved with it yeah well emotion makes the magic right you can think it can't really manifest until you attach an emotion to it that's what's so weird about water and emotions Hmm. it's that Emotion is the the spark, like the, you know, you can lay Frankenstein monster down on the table, mm-hmm. but he doesn't come to life until he gets hit by a bolt of lightning. Mm-hmm. And the bolt of lightning is human emotion. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that when you add it to the mix, that's what you were saying. You have to smell it. You have to see it. You have to hear it. Because when you start adding those things to the vision, it creates an emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. Your emotional sure. reaction coming from, right, coming from that place. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking like, you know, a tidal wave of emotion or it's like, you know, when we're in either really desperate, downtrodden place and everything's awful and we're really sad and upset or or really angry. It's all these emotional reactions to things that cause us to to change the reality that we're in or or, um, experience it um, in a much deeper sense, a place that we can come back to, really. It's that connection. Yeah. It's beautiful. We're not really alone, even if we are alone, Mm -hmm. because we have, you know, the connections that we have to other people and their dreams. There's like a pool, you know, human beings going to the moon, human beings creating rock music, human beings doing whatever, making life-saving vaccination programs. All of those things come out of our collective unconscious belief. That's the deepest part of Pisces. Mm. And you can also, in your meditations, you can feed the collective the, a message. The, um, we were talking again last night about the way in which the conscious will of the magician impregnates the high priestess mm. because that's the will 
it's the way affirmation therapy works, hmm. right? It's the way affirmation therapy works, like very, very basic reprogramming of your unconscious. Mm-hmm. You want to be thinner? You want to be slimmer? You want to weigh 125 pounds or whatever, 122 pounds, your perfect weight? You just write it on a piece of paper, I weigh 122 pounds, and stick it on the mirror, the refrigerator, your schedule. You put it in as the, um, the screensaver on your phone so that every time, and you just keep saying it to yourself, I weigh 122 pounds, I weigh 122 pounds, I weigh over and over again. That's mm-hmm. affirmation therapy, and your unconscious will make that happen. Mm-hmm. The power. The power. It's so exciting. That's Pisces. Yes. That's Pisces. That's why it's so confusing for them. Because they're constantly feeling everyone's hopes, wishes, dreams, and desires, and they have an (laughs) impulse. They have an impulse to make that happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? And And conversely, they feel everyone's sorrow, pain, and suffering. And they have an impulse to make that go away. Heal it. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Poor Pisces. They they handle a lot. They handle so much. They, they do. So much. It's like they the they get the worst and the best. Both. The extreme. It's a higher state of consciousness. It's a it's a higher state of consciousness and elevation of human consciousness. Um, certainly because it's selfless and mm-hmm. all the other signs are generally more selfish, mm-hmm. um, generally more. I mean, not all together. You wouldn't really think of them. All signs can be selfless, right? But Pisces go-to place is selflessness. It's a part mm-hmm. of the way in which they operate in the world. I mean, you can see cancers and they take care of their children and they're doting and nurturing and protective and, you think of that as very selfless, um, but it has still something to do with the ego and them seeing themselves as selfless. Mm-hmm. As How good of a nurturer they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly the water signs probably have a tendency to be more selfless because they're, they're emotionally connected to other people's pain and reality. It's hard yeah. to be a water sign and not feel guilty and, like to blame and, you know, wanting to make people feel better because you can feel that they don't feel better. Yeah. It's a big responsibility. It's the, it's the, that water connection, that un, um, a boundaryless connection, I'd say, or, or unseen connection to others. So we have two and a half beautiful days of the moon in Pisces and tomorrow and the day after it's going to connect with Neptune. So again, we're going to have that recycling of a very deep moment for us to connect with our own unconscious and what it is that's in there and what it is that we're manifesting, right? So the stronger that you know what it is that you want and what it is that you're looking for from a soul-based level, the easier it is to manifest it. Otherwise, it manifests randomly, and sometimes that can be quite chaotic. So if we have a more clear picture of what it is that we want to bring into our lives, then we'll have an easier time of bringing that. So this is a beautiful time of planting seeds and of being able to 
um, lay the groundwork into the unconscious because we're still in Aries. So we still have an opportunity to bring forth something from the unconscious. So Mm -hmm. let's spend the next couple of days dreaming and seeing if we can make those dreams a reality. I love that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I want to run with it. That sounds like fun. Do the dream work. Can I just, can I lie in my bed eating bonbons doing it? Be just really comfortable in a womb spot? Okay, great. You can, as long as you have a pint of, you know, double dark black cherry chocolate chunk to go with it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the most delicious, decadent Love ice it. cream. Love it. Love black <laughs> cherry chocolate chunk. That's a good one. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. is. Can't ideal. have too much of that. Maybe a tablespoon or two. Sure. <laughs> I had a chance to have a little bit of that visiting my sister last week, which was really nice because her daughter, my niece, works at an ice cream store. Oh boy. <laughs> so they brought they brought home. That's where that reference came from because they brought home delicious ice cream a couple of nights, which was really nice. Very sweet. Very sweet of them. Very nice conversation, Christina. I'm always glad to chat with you. You're you're an inspiration. I want to let everybody know that if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at sageofstars.com or at sageofstars on Instagram, or you can also find out more about learning astrology at losangelesastrologyschool.com. I don't think it has a the losangelesastrologyschool.com. Um, for classes, regular beginner classes and advanced classes. And if you're interested in learning the tarot, you can contact us or you can find me, Craig Martin, at learnitlive.com where I'm teaching classes in a format that allows me to uh, record them and then archive them so you can go back and listen to them again. It's always really good to be here with you guys, and I hope that you have a great week. We will be here next week on Wednesday, the 14th at 6 o'clock. Enjoy the new moon. It's the new moon in Aries, so feel the power. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Sweet dreams. I think can I hear you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can yes. hear you too. And I disconnected and I'm pretty sure that we disconnected from the show. There was no end of the episode. There was not. So what I did was, is I just closed the window. The whole thing out, yeah. So that should have ended it, right? <laughs> I think so. I yeah. hope so. Yeah, that should have ended it. Yes. Got it. Yeah, uh, stop share. Very nice. We can still see each other, and I'm going to get off the phone.